Hi, I'm Steve Thomas. This is Cacophony. Let's dive into some great music. But first, a warning. This episode may leave you feeling raw and emotional. A lot of my favourite music, as you'll have noticed if you've been listening to a lot of Cacophony, is orchestral music. And a lot of that is often big, noisy, fast impact stuff. My favourite and my best, as Charlie's little sister Lola might put it. But some of the most impactful music there is, also my favourite and my best, is the most intimate, voice and piano, or to put it another way, songs. I tend to think of there being two types of vocal music, the explicitly religious stuff, and the rest, and pretty much all of the rest, from pop songs to grand opera, traces its roots back to the days of court entertainers, wandering minstrels, or ordinary people, singing stories around the communal fire. And the contents haven't really changed throughout history, have they? What do people sing about? The world? Nature? Happiness? A fair bit. Love? Especially lost or unrequited. Sex? Death, gloom, much more often. Songs from any era seem to create a big and lasting impact because human concerns haven't changed. As you may hear in the background, it's raining quite heavily here. I can't wait any longer because you're due an episode, so I have to record. I don't know if this will end a tropical air to my bit on English songs. Perhaps it will sound enough like English rain and it will just be really atmospheric. One of the lesser-known English composers is George Butterworth. As a young man in the 1900s, he took off to the countryside, mainly Sussex, with Rafe Vaughan Williams, and they collected folk music, like many composers who seemed to be doing this across Europe at this time. This was partly brought on by the invention of recording gear, which meant these composers could gather loads of material really easily. But I wonder too now if somehow they were acutely aware of the pace of change at that time as the Western world roared into the 20th century, with technological advancements everywhere you looked, and the quiet, rural ways of life, where each region had their own unique song styles or dances, beginning to disappear as the world got more connected. It's interesting, right? I'm going to look into that. In 1911, Butterworth set six poems from a Shropshire lad, a set of poems by A.E. Houseman, written in 1896. Houseman's themes in these poems are lost youth, lost love, and death, particularly that of young men killed in war. Houseman was thinking about faraway conflicts, the Boer War in southern Africa, and also India and Afghanistan, where the British Army were, um, busy. But with hindsight, Europe was hurtling towards the Great War, which lends an air of prophecy to the songs. We know what's coming round the corner as the singer sings of young men who will never grow old. And one of these young men was George Butterworth himself, who died on the Somme in 1916, aged 31, with the military cross to his name, mentions in dispatches, and the other laurels of World War I heroism. So that adds a whole new level of poignancy. When Butterworth joined the army, he didn't have many published pieces to his name. Not knowing whether he would return from the war, He destroyed all his works in progress, and anything he didn't feel totally happy with, that he realised he may not be able to revise later. So Shropshire Lad, in various forms, is pretty much all the Butterworth we have. He set 15 of A.E. Houseman's Shropshire Lad poems to music, 
Incidentally, Houseman never went to Shropshire. It must just have appealed to his poetic mind. This set of six are the more famous. They're very short, and all six add up to less than 15 minutes of music. Houseman writes with a straightforward simplicity. I'm no poetry scholar, so this works quite well for me. And Butterworth, in turn, sets the poems with a minimum of fuss. But what he does is add colour, space and depth. And that elevates the words to leave us with something really special. The first poem, Loveliest of Trees, finds the poet lamenting the pace of life. The cherry blossoms are out in the spring. And as a 20-year-old, he may only have another 50 cherry blossom seasons to enjoy. So there's no time to waste. Time to get out there and enjoy those trees. I really love the second song, When I Was One and Twenty, which looks back on the carefree, pre-lover life. When I was one and twenty, I heard a wise man say, Give crowns and pounds and guineas, but not your heart away. Give pearls away and rubies, but keep your fancy free. But I was one and twenty, no use to talk to me. Look Not In My Eyes is a more upbeat love song, where the poet tells his lover not to look in his eyes for fear they might work as a mirror. And there you find your face too clear and love it and be lost like me. It's the Greek legend of Narcissus. And Think No More Lad is a plea to live fully without thinking about things too much. And then come the two heart wrenches where the universal devastation of war gets brought home to the local, individual level. The lads in their hundreds to Ludlow come in for the fair. There's men from the barn and the forge and the mill and the fold. The lads for the girls and the lads for the liquor are there. And there with the rest are the lads that will never be old. And finally, is my team ploughing? A dialogue between a dead young man and his still living best friend. It's understated and yet full of raw emotion. There's such power in this three minute song. It floors me. These songs need a bit of attention. You can't really put them on in the background and expect to end up in a puddle on the floor, which kind of should be the result if they're really hitting the spot. To be honest, they often work best if you know the words, or at least have an idea of what's been sung. I guess that's why you don't hear much of this kind of thing on classical music radio, or most stations at any rate. So I'll put a link to the words in the show notes, and I do suggest you take a look. Even though we're listening to songs in English, and the singer I've chosen, Roddy Williams, like all great singers, pays really great close attention to the words, and getting them across with clarity that's one of the things that marks great singers out. So I suggest having a listen, and then a read, and then a second listen, when you can go back with full knowledge of every word that's being sung. As always, you'll find links to the music in the show notes, along with links to the words. I'd really love to hear what you think, so please leave us a comment at cacophonyonline.com, or via Facebook or Twitter. Subscribe to the podcast, share it widely with all your friends, relatives and everyone you know. And if you really like coffee, you can click on the link and buy us a coffee. Come back for more next time. Thanks for listening. <laughs>